0: Welcome to NRL.com's preview of Round 15 in the Telstra NRL Premiership. My name is Chris Kennedy. I'm joined, as always, by NRL.com crack reporter, Alicia Newton. Alicia, thank you for being here.
1: Great to be here once again, CK. How are you after that Blues victory?
0: Yeah, wasn't that something? We'll talk about that in a minute because we are, of course, wrapping up State of Origin 1, and uh, to do so, it's a very great pleasure and privilege to welcome uh, Maroon's legend, Trevor Gilmeister. Trevor, thank you for being here. Good morning. Now, um, obviously, uh, not quite the uh, discussion about Origin 1 that we probably thought we were going to be having when we uh, booked you to come on the podcast before we get to uh, where it all (laughs) went wrong for the Maroons. You're involved in a bit of a promotion for for Game 2, a special experience uh, can be won by fans. Are you able to give us a couple of details on this?
2: Yeah, the the coach hire people, uh, fantastic people. Um, Myself and Bradley Clyde, uh, obviously, we were going to the Melbourne game. Obviously, that's been changed, so... uh, um, is bringing in a group from uh, New South Wales I've got a group from Queensland we're going to uh, get together and uh, go to the game and enjoy each other's company and hopefully
0: make it one all. <laughs> well, yeah, that's um, New South Wales haven't won it at Suncorp for uh, about four years. I, I don't think it is. Um, certainly for myself growing up watching Origin, yourself and Brad Clyde, two of the real gladiators that I used to love watching uh, when they were forging my uh, my love of State of Origin when I was a young fella. So fantastic uh, experience to be one uh, for some lucky fans. Just head to uh, nrl.com forward slash competitions to uh, to get involved. Tell us in 25 words or less which NRL player you would have on your work- worksite and why um now let's get into the the game um trevor obviously uh you know it was a, a, a pretty big scoreline i think the uh, the record scoreline for a new south wales yeah. win just yourself watching it unfold what were your uh what were your thoughts
2: yeah no it's a i mean uh, obviously frustrating at the end um and i couldn't um fathom some of it but i mean but uh, when we lost Christian Welsh in that, you know, first seven or eight minutes, whatever it was, that I knew we'd be struck a little bit in the middle. Cause he, he does a lot of the cleanup stuff that, you know, the average person doesn't look at, um, as a player and, uh, a coaching, uh, you know, personnel and stuff like that. You watch all the stuff that they do. And obviously we're a bit light on without Josh Puppley there, the first in the first place. And Lindsay Collins got injured last uh, from last year as well. And, uh, so we're a bit light on up front. Up front, and when I lost, when I seen him come off. I went, "Geez, we're going to be a bit light on," you know. And then, then when he couldn't um, come back at all, it was uh, ruled out. I thought, "Geez, you are going to be light on in the middle," and that was basically what it was. But I got to say, um, Latrell Mitchell's uh, best ever game uh, in state of origin. Um, Tommy Turbo, um, Travoy Vich, how good was he as well? Yeah. They were, they were sensational on both edges and. And I mean, it's, it hurts me to say this as a Crony but I mean, how good was it to see them uh, looping up together in the old school mm. centres? You know, going the both going the long side um, and linking up in the middle uh, for a couple of tries as well. So yeah, oh, I, I, you know, we have got to be much better at Suncorp. There's no doubt. I think Josh Papali should be back. Um, he, he'll he'll stiffen up our middle a bit more. Uh, we are light on for centres. There's no doubt about that, Queensland. Um, yeah. Kurt Cape, Kurt, Kurt Capewell, I thought, you know, he was sensational last year. Um, but he's a utility forward and he did a great job last year. But um, hopefully, um, mate, we get a couple of players back and, and um, we'll see what happens from there. Yeah,
0: I mean, all really... Good points, Kirk Capel. I thought probably on a, a bit of a hiding to nothing, trying to um, mark Turbo out there in the centres. He, like yeah. I said, he was fantastic last year. He's been good for Penrith this year. I think in terms of Origin, I think he'd be a wonderful bench forward because he does cover yeah. uh, a few different spots, and he just you know has that real sort of um, you know utility value and and aggression that you want from a, an Origin bench forward. The the centres, like you mentioned, are a little bit light on, and and there's even been a, a few backs already you know ruled out. You know, Callum Ponga was missing, and even even some yeah. guys that were around last year, Brenko Lee, Adrick Lee, um, even guys yeah. who weren't necessarily picked, like Heimel Hunt, all unavailable at the moment. But even in yeah. terms of the, the team that was picked, I mean, you know, Harry Grant coming in underdone with no Ben Hunt, no Reid Marnie in the squad. AJ Brimson picked on the bench, asked to to cover at hooker. Do you, do you feel like there might be a little bit of a, a strategy shift from Paul Green for game two? Yeah, I'm not
2: sure, but I, I thought Harry Grant. Um, it was he was very good I thought may had a may weaker for uh, for Queensland was superb as well and I I'd probably be like to see a bit more from Big Tina um, that yep. would that would have been uh, uh, but he wasn't the only Ford um, but yeah it's it's interesting to see uh, you know Philip Sammy's another one you know from um, it was there yep. last year I mean do you shuffle I mean the thing is um, I love Dane Gay guy I think he's a you know sensational player. But I my my personal opinion is he's uh he's a winger at origin level, he's a center at club level, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um and he and, and he can do that as well. Um but yeah, it's it's tough for players when you're you're shuffling them around. But then you say that, then Latrell Mitchell and, and Turbo have been playing uh, fullback predominantly for their clubs, you know, as well. So um on, on the flip side of that though, is because they're playing fullback, they're it's probably the fittest Luttrell Mitchell's ever been, you know what I mean? Mm. Because the the amount amount of running he's had to do. So, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to Suncorp. And um, obviously we got beaten in the first game last year. So uh, hopefully that repeats itself.
0: I
1: think the big question is, Trev, like can they bounce back from that mentally? Like 50 to six is a massive scoreline. Can any team bounce back?
2: Yeah, Yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's all mental um, now, you know, Hopefully they don't get any more injuries in, in the squad, um, you know, in the club foot club footy. But yeah, you're right. It, it's all going to be mental. I agree, hundred percent. There, um, when they come back, and obviously, and and Freddie, I'll say this to them uh, to New South Wales. If we can get off to a really good start in the second game and score one or two tries early, mentally that'll that that might break the Queensland blokes. You know, that's what that that's what they'll be saying. You know, what I mean, so. And I might say here we go again, but I mean that's we've been through this before, and obviously we are low on for a few players at the moment. But um, I'm expecting a um, a performance that will do, do Queensland proud at Suncorp, and I'm I'm, pretty, I'm positive it will be.
0: Absolutely, like you say, a couple more players available. Josh Papaliti will certainly come back into yeah. that squad. Callum Ponga. I said, I'm not. Available.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not more sure about Callum Ponga. You know, hopefully, he gets a a game under his belt too, again this week, you know, so uh, who knows what's happening with him. Anyway, What about so- what
1: about a guy like, sorry, what about a guy like yeah. Will Chambers? I think I had him in my team for game one just to bring that sort of niggle out wide. Yeah, 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 you see something to go back
2: to? Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't even think about Will. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's that's a point. I mean, um, you know <laughs> you know he'll bring the niggle there as you, you say. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh he might, yeah, he might be someone that um, they, they they do need anyway. Oh yeah, well, that, that's a point. I mean, I mean, you don't want to go shuffling your, your, you know, your your backline around too much. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a couple of changes, but you know, he has got to be there. Uh, as we said, if Kalen Ponger comes back, that'd be great. Uh, you know, do you put him at fullback or in the halves as well? And do you, do you move that around? I think that's too drastic you know if you do that if if um Carlin goes back to um you know fullback um and then bell you know comes onto the wing and 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 you can shuffle around a little bit there you can put uh, look uh Kurt Capewell on the bench then as well what a fantastic utility he'd be as well so as you said but yeah it's it's interesting times for the uh, selectors that's for sure.
0: It is uh, very interesting to see how it pans out uh, for Game 2. Game 2, not too far away, uh, Origin 2 at Suncorp on June 27. Reminded, everyone, if you want to hang out with Trevor and also with Bradley Clyde at Game 2, head to nrl.com forward slash competition. Hit uh, the Coats Orange Army Origin giveaway uh, promotion. Tell us in 25 words or less which player you would have on your work site and you can go in a ch- with a chance to win. Uh, Trevor, fantastic having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and for your insights.
2: No, my pleasure. Um, and go queens <laughs> eh? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Trav. Thank you, mate. No worries at all. Good to talk to
0: you. So we will now talk through uh, the rest of the upcoming round. Um, previewing from uh, – it starts on Friday afternoon at uh, what's now called Four Pines Park out there uh, at Brookvale. Seagulls hosting the Cowboys. Uh, not sure how likely the uh, Travoyvich brothers and Daly Cherry Evans are to back up for um, – the, uh, the home side, and Cowboys also sweating on Valentine Holmes and Carl Felt. Um, should be an interesting game. Manly uh, a little bit disappointing uh, last start against Newcastle. Cowboys have really turned things around, as Manly have after a poor start to the year. What are you looking forward to here?
1: Yeah, both sides coming off a bye as well, which will help, but yeah, I think the key, obviously, is if, if Turbo does back up, um, I think they're going to do a bit of a memorial uh, acknowledgement for Bob Fulton as well, and yeah. from what I've read, they're really, really keen to back up, but um yeah i mean it's a bit of a wait and see on all players this week um but if they play you know tommy back at home coming off that win um you know you'd expect them to to sort of get back on track and and uh and continue on in this origin period but um the cowboys i think they've won their last three at uh, sorry at four pines park i was about to call (laughs) it lotto land again um so you know they've got a bit of Recent history there, and uh, you know, I'm keen to see how Tommy Dean goes in his in his first game, Cowboys colours. He's had yeah. a couple of weeks to settle in, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's suddenly now a combination that he has to strike up with Scott Drinkwater.
0: Mm. Man, they are still dealing with a pretty horror injury toll. There. Their list of unavailables is pretty heavy. I'd be surprised if, if Tommy backed up. I'm sure he's keen to, but he had all the ice in the world on, on those dodgy hammies after uh, after the game on Wednesday night. I, I can't imagine Desi will want to be uh, you know risking one of those things going um, for a, you know, a round 14 game when they've sort of fought their way back into the top eight. Um, Jakey ended up only getting about half an hour, I think, in, in Origin 1. He, he was very good while he was on, but... Um, I reckon he's probably a good chance to back up, and I'm sure um, Daly, he was a a shattered man on Wednesday night, he'll be desperate to get back out on the field and, um, you know, start proving uh, what sort of a a player he is. Um, In terms of the Cowboys, uh, you know, coming to Sydney, it's not always been their um, their forte, but Todd Payton looks to have, um, you know, put a bit of steel into them um, this year. Some uh, some improved performances of late. Val, obviously, with that uh, match-winning field goal last start. What are you expecting from them?
1: Yeah, well, he's the game-breaker, isn't he? And I thought he was a little bit probably quiet, obviously a reflection of what the Maroons, how they how they played on Wednesday night. But um, again, i go back to the halves. Like, with a new halfback, you know, Jake Clifford was playing pretty well towards the end of his stint at the Cowboys. And, um, you know, they just need Tom to sort of steer them around the park. Jason Tomalolo's back, which is a massive boost for them. Uh, Cohen Hess obviously didn't play on Wednesday night. He was in the Maroons squad as, uh, as 19th man he ended up being. So... Yeah, I mean they're going to head down to Sydney with a lot of confidence, um, and especially if Turbo's out, then suddenly I think you know if anything it sort of sways towards the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really not sure which way to go with this one. I'll um I'll tip the the Sea Eagles, but <clears throat> yeah, one of those it really could go either way. Uh, round fourteen, game two is on Friday night. The Sharks hosting the uh, the Panthers. Um, Sharks. Uh, not uh, you know too affected or affected at all i think by by origin um panthers I have no idea who's going to back up at this stage we saw nathan cleary who was wonderful with a, a huge gash on his cheek played on got it stitched up at, at half time sounds like there's no structural or you know fracture there but um you know just the work that he luai brian Toto, um isaiah yo played 80 minutes in the middle which he was absolutely phenomenal for, mm. for new south wales but be a huge ask to uh, to back up. None of those guys listed to start. They're all uh, down in the, the reserves list, so they can all potentially come in if they're okay. I'd probably expect Liam Martin. He only got half an hour off the bench, but I'm not sure about the rest of them. What are you expecting from uh, from this contest?
1: Yeah, so I went out to Penrith earlier in the week, and uh, a lot of their players, Stephen Crichton, Matt Wisenhoof, basically said that they're not expecting them to back up. And then Ivan spoke this morning, and basically just was a bit coy on it all. So... But yeah, I expect those starting guys to not back up. Um, you know, it's a massive ask for them. They've got a big series coming up and obviously well-placed placed the Panthers um, despite yep. dropping that game against the Tigers last week. So um, yeah, it's a bit of a wait and see, but um, yeah, definitely not really expecting any of those guys to play. Um, just on the Panthers, like watching them last week against the Tigers, you know, without their players, obviously it's all new to It was all pretty much new to them. And, um, you know, their halves were really disappointing. Um they get a couple of people back. Apicorosau obviously is, is a key to, for them at hooker and Moses Liotta's back up front as well. So I'm expecting a much better performance. Um, in saying that, I tip the Sharks this week purely because I just feel like they're coming off the bye. They're fresh. They had a good performance against the Titans a week before. And I think that they've found that groove now with Matt Moylan and Johnson in the halves. Um, and I just didn't really like what Penrith sort of threw up in attack against the Tigers last week and away from home as well. Um, just those last... Kick options, you know, and just sort of trying to create a fair bit. But again, in saying that with chorus our back, um, they'll probably be a bit better around the middle of the ruck in particular.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one. They were disappointing against the Tigers, but a lot of those guys, even though, you know, we talk about the the structures at Penrith and the system and everyone sort of knows each other's job and, you know, you can put players in and out and and blah, blah, blah. I think just you know, Tyrone May hadn't been playing in the halves, Matt Burton's been playing in the the centres, you know, Coruscant was out even though he wasn't actually playing for for New South Wales. I think they'll all be a lot better for the run Um, and Mm. with Coruscant and Lyoto back, like you said, I'm expecting a, a much improved performance from Penrith. I think they, um, you know, it got away from them a bit at the end against the Tigers, but I'm expecting their defense to be better and I'm expecting their attack to be significantly uh, better. And, and Matt Burton certainly, um, I'm expecting a, a big one from him. But I haven't really talked about the Sharks, but they were actually phenomenal against the Titans. The Titans were bad, to be fair, but um, Sharks have really sort of struggled this year, especially since um, parting ways with, uh, with John Morris. But, yeah, looked a, a lot better. Um, and like you say, Johnson and Moylan in particular.
1: Yeah, they did. They've got obviously got a few troops back as well, like um Jesse Ramian back in back line. Ronaldo Lotalo played his first game against the Titans after injury. So um, you know, we've always known that the Sharks are a pretty good team, but they've just been sort of decimated a bit with injuries and um and just sort of struggling to find that groove like in their spine. But now that they've got that, um, you know, at at Cogra, um, against the depleted Penrith side, I I give them every chance to to uh to give the Panthers back-to-back losses.
2: Mm.
0: I'm uh, I'm going to tip Penrith, but um, yeah, certainly wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Sharks keep their uh, their mojo rolling. Saturday footy kicks off up on the Gold Coast with the Titans hosting the Roosters. Titans uh, were on the receiving end of that big loss from uh, the Sharks we just mentioned, and uh, Mo Fatawako. We haven't seen a plea yet, but I'm expecting that he won't be available after picking up a uh, a charge from um, that late hit on Latrell Mitchell. So likely to be out, and then you've got. Um, Mo Fodawaka, David Feeder, and Tino Fasso, are all uh, looking to back up, which uh, they all play pretty big minutes uh, in a pretty physical game. So I'm not quite sure how they're placed um, just yet. But uh, yeah, Ty- Titans be the Roosters. What are you looking for?
1: He's a bit of a bounce back from the Titans. will be nice. They've been easily the hardest team to pick this year when you expect them to go well. Um, you know, they're, they're quite the opposite. So losing Mo, um, what we expect, uh, is pretty pretty big blow because he played quite well he's easily maroon's best on wednesday night and definitely um you know the other two guys um uh, played a lot of minutes but probably didn't make as much impact so they'd be looking to bounce back against the Rooster side that are sort of just crowing along at the moment they get angus Crichton back uh jared warrior hargraves plays his 250th game so there's a lot to play for for them and um sam walker returns as well at, in the seven
0: yeah, the, uh, the Titans, I've actually uh, been waiting for a while to see uh, Greg Mars' Hugh debut, and I thought he was quite good uh, in his first game uh, against the Storm. I mean, a, a wing is not going to sort of turn your, your season around, but um, he and also Tyron Peachy off the bench, I thought was um, was pretty sharp um, when he played uh, against the Storm. So, um, yeah, that like you say, a really tough one to pick, but going from... Um, yeah that that shellacking against the um the sharks in in round 12 to probably improve performance in the bye week last week with in a game where a lot of players are unavailable
1: yeah 100 percent. i just think um just i think jamie soward said all along like very immature side you know they're still trying to find it they obviously got the talent but just just haven't um haven't been able to sort of manage manage games this this season as well and you know they faced a really big test against this this rooster side you can tell justin holbrook has been really frustrated because mm. they can put in that really good performance against melbourne come up short um and then put in a poor one against a team they probably expected to beat in Cronulla a couple of weeks ago so um yeah who, who knows with this one drive dry track probably um during the day on the gold coast you know hopefully hopefully high scoring
0: affair Mm. Angus Crichton, a huge in, like you mentioned, go back from that suspension. Uh, Sam Walker, I feel like we haven't seen for months, but it's probably only been what, one game rest and one game buy, It's only a couple of weeks, but um, yeah, long time in, in rugby league, but he's a, a huge in for them uh, as well. And then um, Tedesco, obviously in the fullback role, not sure if he's going to back up. He's been named, but um, I don't know if they really need to risk him at, at this stage of the year.
1: No, and you got Sawali there in the reserve, so you'd expect a reshuffle. Joey who would go back to fullback and so while he would come into the centers so um yeah. yeah i mean obviously you lose a fair bit with teddy but they proved against the raiders when he went off as well that they can score some points
0: uh tipping the roosters Yep, going with the Roosters. It's a Roosters tip for me as well. The second Saturday game, the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs hosting the Newcastle Knights. Um, South's one of the most affected teams um, by origin. A whole bunch of players involved. Gagai and Arrow both uh, definitely rested. Not sure what's going to happen with um, the rest of them. Uh, Latrell, Murray, Cook, and, uh, and Sue are all named. Uh, i not sure if all those guys will be in. They're up against a, a Knights team that gets... Um, who do they get back? Anyone?
1: Not many. Saifidi, if he backs many. up.
0: Is, this is Clemmer's second week of the band. Frizzell's still out. Pierce still sideline. Pong is still not back. Yeah, they're still a bit, a little bit of the strength of the Knights.
1: Yeah, if, if Wayne's going to rest any South players, you'd, you'd probably expect it to be this week, just given how depleted the Knights are. They're obviously coming off that poor loss up in Newcastle last week against Parramatta. And, um, yeah, you just look at their lineup and and you know, their, their back line is just decimated. Um, you know, throw in Hamel Hunt and Edric Lee as well to that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I think if South Stars play from origin, then it could be anything. Um, but if obviously a couple pull out, which I think Wayne's done that in the past during origin, he yeah. sort of weighs it up and then just gives the players a, few, a bit of a rest. So I'm, I'm expecting Luttrell and Damien Cook to probably sit this one out, just given who they've got in the reserves. You know, Josh Mansell, Tao Tao Moga, like these guys have played regular... First grade, obviously. So yeah, expect some changes in this one.
0: Yeah, I was out at uh, Redfern during the week, chatting to Adam Reynolds at their scheduled uh, media op, and he um was quite. He flat out had no idea who was named in the team. This is on um on Wednesday morning. Um, we we're asking him who he thought might back up, and he said he wasn't sure. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure Gagai and Arrow won't because they're not in the team. He's like, oh, really not even in the in the list? I'm like, no. And he goes, typical soft Queenslanders or something. Giving <laughs> giving some uh, a couple of shots at his teammates. But yeah, he was talking about some youngsters potentially getting a, a chance. There aren't actually too many youngsters in the uh, the extended list, but Blake Taff uh, is down there in the reserves. This He's probably a half or a fullback, played a bit of fullback, I think, in the, the trials. So maybe a chance of um, tasting some NRL if uh, Luttrell does get a rest, uh, like you mentioned. Um, what about the Knights? They get Phoenix Cross and back to partner Jake Clifford. I think he uh, had a week off um, with injury. No pong is still... Um, like I touched on earlier so that the back line is still a little bit short and the, um, the forwards, obviously, like we said, some, some big names missing, but um, just structurally, what are you expecting from them?
1: I thought Clifford, I mean, it was a pretty tough initiation last week, but he,
0: yeah.
1: I thought he linked with Tex Hoy quite well in a couple of stages, like in backline movements and stuff like that. He was, he looked quite sharp and, um, and obviously structures in at different clubs they're, they're pretty similar, aren't they? It's just a matter of sort of slotting in and learning calls and all that sort of thing. So for for a club debut, I didn't think he was all too bad. Um, but again, Phoenix Crossland this week he's got to sort of come up with a combination there. I thought I think Crossland's been playing quite well um, in his own right. He's had a couple of nice touches, set up a few tries. Um, but you know it's it's just a very makeshift um, halves pairing until Mitchell Pierce comes back, which we expect it to be next week possibly against the Warriors, which is. Um, obviously, a really big boost for the side. So um, yeah, it's just a matter of sort of trying to gel this week and um, and you know, uh, sort of, I guess, just try and try and play for something. I mean, we saw against Penrith a couple of weeks ago, many wrote the nights off, and you know I think they did get end up getting beaten by a twenty odd, but they put in a big effort, you know, and that's what mm. you want against this South Sydney lineup because it is uh it is pretty potent.
0: Well, really good against Manly. They um, had a few things go their way, but I thought that the maligned outside backs were a lot better. Did some good work under the high ball and, and out of yardage, but then, the, you know, just absolutely fell in a heap against the Eels um, last week. Uh, just for a, a tip, who are you going?
1: I'm going with South Sydney on this one.
0: South for me as well. The third Saturday game, the Raiders hosting the Broncos down there in the nation's capital. Two very desperate teams. Um, yeah, not not too much um, origin impact from these ones. Haas and, uh, and Xavier Coates for um, for the Broncos. The the Raiders would have had Josh Papali'i, but they do get him back from a uh, suspension. And then I think it's just Jack White and um, who didn't get too long on field in in Origin one backing up, so you'd expect him to be right. But um, yeah, Raiders they they desperately need something. I mean, as do the Broncos. Let's talk about the uh, the Raiders first.
1: Yeah, geez, I think they've dropped what their last four or five games at. Canberra, which is almost yeah. unheard of, you know, down there. You you used to dread heading down there. So if anything, they you know, they're just looking to bounce back on home turf and sort of give their fans something to to cheer about. Um, you know, a lot's been made about their season and, and where it's at. Obviously, George Williams officially released wild club this week, so there's a bit of uh I guess clarity around that and the club can move on and, and George can move on. So um, yeah, Josh probably would have been, you know, filthy, missed game one and and now he's back in the, the Raiders lineup you know we'll be looking to make amends um you know and, and get back into that team for game two um yeah I mean I think for the Raiders I think they've they're slowly sort of starting to to change their ways it's it's gonna take a bit of time especially with Sam Williams. I thought he showed a little bit last week but nothing to sorry the week before with the buyer but nothing to um, extravagant Jack White, as we mentioned, only got, I think he ended up with about five or 10 minutes. It was next to nothing, wasn't it? On field, on, on Wednesday
0: got, night. He got four minutes at the end of the first half when um, when Cleary was forced off for that card. And then he got on, he played about the last 12 or 13 minutes, I think, um, just roaming around. But I mean, it was pretty much a, a free-for-all um, by then. And the game was well in the bag. So didn't really get a chance to uh, to put his stamp on the game at all.
1: Yeah, and you've got um, and ba- Bailey Simonson as well. Obviously, Ricky's made a change there with yeah, Taylor huge. Bacon. So, that'll be interesting to see how, how Bailey goes. I thought he's been a bit shaky out of the high ball, you know, on the wing. So, I think he'll get tested by the Broncos. Um, and, and obviously, the dramas with Curtis Scott this week, um, you know, that just sort of adds to adds to the drama off field for the Raiders this year. They just sort of can't take a trick. And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go this week.
0: Let's talk about uh, Brisbane um, for a minute because it hasn't really uh, been the best of seasons for them. I was um, I was at their last game uh, at Cogra. They're up 18-12 late in the first half and looked like I was sort of, you know, potentially going to to force an upset against the Dragons and then just absolutely fell in a heap. Um, 52 points to 24. It ended up um, against them. Kebby Walters has changed his halves once again. Carmichael Hunt back from a 12-year absence in the NRL since he left to go play uh, AFL and rugby and so on. He's been playing uh, center for South Slogan Magpies. um, Hasn't done a whole lot yet um, this year in reserve grade at the age of 34. He comes into partner, Albert Kelly and uh, Jermaine Izarko has paid the price for his struggles against the Dragons. He's been dropped with Herbie Farnworth going to fullback. Um, Are we expecting any sort of a response?
1: It was interesting listening to Carmichael, you know, talking this week and obviously he's saying all the right things, but Um, part of me also was like geez I remember when this guy first started in first grade now I feel old you know that he was a what 17 18 year old kid um you know he's he's probably not the answer long term but they obviously need something and his partnership with Albert Kelly uh in in the Intrust Super Cup hopefully can can blossom into something but um look yeah as you say i thought they played quite well against the dragons in that that first half i looked at the score i didn't watch the game in full but then came back and suddenly it was like 50 odd and matt dafty had just gone absolutely uh crazy there so um they play in patches that's that's their issue you know And when when they do go off the ball a bit they they just leak like, leak like points so um yeah, you just look at that that forward pack still. Like, it's it's still a decent forward pack. I don't think that's their issue. I think it's just the last play options um, and their ability, obviously, to to get across the line with their outside backs.
0: Finish us up with a tip.
1: I've gone with the Raiders, but I did read a stat the other day that said that they've never beaten the Broncos three times in a row, which I found, find absolutely fascinating. Um, well, since at least 1993, when the Broncos sort of just started coming into the competition. So that's like, you know, nearly 30 years ago that they haven't been able to beat the Broncos three times in a row. So um, yeah, that's some start I was not expecting that one.
0: Niche start that's what we're here for, I love it. Um, Raiders for me as well. Sunday footy kicks off on the Central Coast with the Warriors hosting the Storm. Um, Warriors, it has been announced later in the year, they do, I get to take a game back to New Zealand, which is fantastic news for them. But uh, in the meantime, they're um, they're still based out of the Central Coast. generally the, the time of year where they can look to pick up a, a few wins against teams that are battling a bit, um, you know, with origin selections and so on, which will certainly be the case uh, with the storm. Uh, Christian Welch obviously going to be out um, after that head knock um, in origin. One Warriors uh, with no one obviously backing up from origin. Uh, what are you expecting from them?
1: Roger back at fullback with the uh, Reese Walsh suspended as well. Um, look, they've, they've had a week off to sort of refresh. They get a couple of guys back. Uh, Josh Curran, Bailey Sirin, and so they're pretty well placed um, to cause a bit of an upset if um, especially if guys like Munster and oh, obviously we know Christian Welsh isn't going to back up. Um, Felice Confuci are waiting on him and obviously Harry Grant, I, I felt like he Trevor touched on it before, played quite well, but I just thought he looked really underdone as well around the middle. Yeah. He was sort of just um, you know, trying to find his lungs a bit and um, you could tell that he hadn't played a lot of footy in the last couple of months, so He'll be, uh, yeah, he'll be much better for the run. Whether he backs up or not, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, Cody Ric- Nickarima, Chanel Harris-DeVito in the halves, um, you know, been doing a, a pretty solid job before the buy period. And um, I think Central Coast as well, the Warriors have made it a bit of a, a fortress. Like, they're very yeah. tough to beat there. They've proven that, which is, I guess, it was always the fear moving away from home, um, whether they could sort of do that, so um yeah i give him every chance in in this one now they've got a bit of few troops back and, and adam for Blake i think he's got to pass the fitness test this week to take his place he's a massive in if, if he can
0: yeah, well, Fenil Blake down there in the reserves, list, but a chance of playing that would, as you say, be absolutely massive uh, for them. Reece Walsh out yeah, is, you know, it's a blow, but it does put Roger back at fullback, which is obviously his um, his number one position. They were sort of disappointed last start, loses uh, dumped down, down by a field goal up in Townsville, but were well rested off the bye. The Storm um, certainly the opposite. Um, didn't get the bye. Had uh, obviously a you know pretty good win against the, the Titans, but then um, have named a bunch of players to to back up. So not sure yet, like you say, if once and Grant Fusi, these guys will be playing and, and Welch, like we said, definitely won't be. But I guess, you know, with the Storm, it, it almost doesn't seem to matter with them, does it?
1: No, absolutely not. They've proven that. You know, we, we talk about Penrith going to this, through this tough stages at the moment with the origin period. Melbourne are used to it. They've done it for, you know, almost 10 years. Um, they've proven no matter how depleted they are, they, they get the job done. So, um, yeah, they're still going to be very tough to beat. And, uh, you know that, that front row they lost Nelson but it's, it's practically you know an international board pack. Um still even if a guy like Christian Welsh does does uh well he's not playing obviously um or Felice Cafusi sorry I mean so yeah um yeah whoever they put on the paddock they're gonna be a very tough side to beat. Are you tipping? Uh I've gone with the Mel Melbourne but with no confidence. I think the Warriors are very much in this one.
0: Yeah, I agree the Warriors are in it, but I just can't tip against the Storm. At the moment, the uh, Eels and the West Tigers on Sunday afternoon at Bankwest Stadium. Always a good clash when these two come together. Um, Parramatta, pretty big news for them, losing uh, Reed Marnie. Doesn't look like it's too long-term, um, hopefully, but uh, yeah, they haven't really had to do it without Reid um, too much. I think it's just Junior Paulo looking to back up from origin. He's been... Um, uh, named to start I think yeah he's named to start so um you're pretty close to full strength Parramatta but yeah Marnie's a, a big out
1: yeah he is and it's has have proven it over the last couple of months when he has I think he's dropped a few games as well he's been injured that he's very hard to replace I think you know um Brad might look at sort of getting another decent hooker in for next year just as a bit of a backup um and it's more just he's, I think he's got 11 try assists this year. You know, he really creates stuff out of dummy half. He played quite well against the Knights, so he'll be a really big loss. Um, but the Eels themselves, like, they are on, on fire last week. Massive bounce back win. They obviously needed that after dropping the first couple. and um, And they've got the wood over the Tigers. I expect them to sort of follow on from their recent efforts against them.
0: Yeah, they really have uh, dominated them of late. What are you expecting from the, um, the Tigers Like we touched on before? Uh, an impressive performance against an understrength Penrith uh, last week. I don't know how much we can read into that just with how many players Penrith are missing, but the Tigers still, you know, did what they needed to do. They've looked a little bit better in recent weeks with, um, you know, Luke Brooks sort of steering the ship around Moses Embai, uh with him in the halves, who's uh, been named despite going off with a knee injury last week. Adam Dewey's still doing his thing uh, at centre. What are you expecting from them?
1: Look, I still thought that they did it the hard way against Penrith. Obviously they, you know, there's the last 20 minutes that they sort of kicked away. Um, they're still trying to find their groove. I think they're aiming for the, the third win in a row under Michael Maguire for the first time in three years. So obviously a lot to play for. Um, I think they've turned a corner in recent months, you know, after, after the start they had this year and it's just a matter of now finding that consistency, but up against Parramatta, you know, it's a massive test for them and, one that they've struggled with in the past. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they go this time.
0: Mm. Tipping the eels in this one?
1: Tipping the eels, yep, at West.
0: Eels for me as well. Last game of the round, we get public holiday Monday football, which is always a treat. The Bulldogs hosting the Dragons at Stadium Australia. Bulldogs obviously have plenty of struggles. Uh, this year probably haven't been quite as bad as, um, you know, their their latter situation uh, indicates, um, have been in a few contests, but I just can't get those, those wins. Um, Dragons, on the other hand, just absolutely red hot, uh, especially in that second half against Brisbane. Um, last start, what are you expecting from this one?
1: Look, I, should be, I think it should be a pretty enjoyable game. Uh, the Bulldogs have sort of troubled the Dragons in, in recent years, um, you know, in a head-to-head battle, but the Dragons have got a few players back. Matt Dufty, obviously, a lot's been made about his game and how much, um, I guess, fans are filthy that, that he's being let go and, and what a performance he put in against the Broncos last week um they're getting a few guys back i thought jack bird in the back row was was quite strong um, but then again they've got Tarek sims in the reserves there if he backs up uh you know that that makes them even stronger so bulldogs have had a bye um you know you hope that they've sort of done a bit of work in that during that break and they can turn a bit of a corner because they you know they're sitting on the ball of the table and they need some wins desperately
0: at the moment yeah i'm not really sure what else to to say about this one but um yeah bulldogs not too much in the way of, um, you know, team changes. They're, they're still without not selecting Kyle Flanagan. So, you know, Jake Averillo and Brandon Wakeham steering the ship. It's an experienced halves combination. Dylan, 10 years, uh, the fullback uh, currently. But, um, yeah, just really struggling for, um, you know, I guess that playmaking consistency and finding points.
1: Yeah, they get Jeremy Marshall King back as well at Hooker, which, you know, he's quite solid out of there. But, um, yeah, they just they need to create some, some stuff, you know, in this second half of the season. Um, otherwise, you know, Baz will probably have to just bring Kyle back in and, and sort of tinker with his side and, and sort of use the, use the season to, uh, to build on next year.
0: Tarek Seems like you said, the only player for me, the team looking to back up in the reserves for the dragons uh, finish this up with a tip.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dragons, um, too strong on paper. And yeah, if Tarek Sims plays like he did every week last week against the uh, the Maroons, then we're in for a good one.
0: Yep, same uh, for me, Dragons. Thanks again, Alicia, for joining us. Our, our thanks, obviously, to Trevor Gilmeister for dialling into the podcast at to nrl.com forward slash competitions to get involved in the Coats High promotion to uh, win a spot at State of Origin 2. Thank you to everyone for listening. We'll be back next week to preview round us, Alicia, thank you, as always, for your insights. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back this time next week.